and welcome to another episode of The Grove. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Lamb, and today we do not have Mr. Jeff Lynch as our lovely co-host as per usual. Instead, as a special treat to all of my fantastic listeners, we actually have the other person who I constantly talk about who has my favorite podcast, Mr. Wade uh, Taylor. It should not be your favorite. That's a, that's crazy. Also, I like how you, you called this podcast The Grove. This is The Empty Parlor, did everybody. I, Welcome I, to the show. Man, I'm fucking I, back. I'm the, I'm the guest co-host, and I know the name of the show. Man, I'm back in my old fucking ways without oh, Jeff. Dude, it's what happens when you talk for an hour pre-show about like Des Moines. You're just like, man, remember remember The Grove? <laughs> that, was a, that was a thing we did. Shit, yeah, I guess this is kind of a Grove throwback episode, but no, this yeah, is, dude. in fact, The Empty Parlor. I fucked up the name of my own show, but I mean, at heart, it really is just The Grove again, but like with a prop, with, with an actual co-host this time. <laughs> yeah, with with a rebranded like theme of just being old and creepy. I yeah. like it. It's, it fits. That was, that was, so, I don't know if you know the story, and actually, I don't know if me and Jeff have ever talked about where we kind of came up with the title. So when me and Jeff first, like, like we met a few times, but the, like the time that we really decided, like realized that we were like going to be friends was we went to this open mic and there was a, when you were gone, there was an open mic that was run out of uh I don't even remember the name. It was some bar. Grouchos over- or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 I know which one mic. you're talking about. Yeah. So I would go to that mic. Well, so <laughs> the only reason I would go to this mic every time was there was a new comedian that came into town and uh, if you watch my open microtomy series, uh, you'll ter- you'll have heard about my uh, find a rival like idea. And this comedian came in that like he first started out and he was really really good. And he was kind of you know like making a big scene, not a, like in a bad way. Like he just was like getting you know, everybody's attention because he was good. So I was like, I need to right. go to all these mics because I knew that he was going to go to all these mics. So right. I would go to Groucho's all the time because I needed as much stage time as possible to like really get it in. And Jeff showed up one day and just afterwards, because it was a, it was always a smaller mic. It was usually like, again, it was kind of the OG days. It was like 10, 12 people. It was like a big night. So right after we like after that is all the comedians just kind of sitting around shooting the shit. And uh, some like there's a huge group of people. So it's hard to like for everybody to kind of hold court. And uh, I believe we talked about uh, we might have mentioned it on this podcast, but uh, Dante Powell, shout out to Dante Powell, was kind of like holding court. And, you know, everybody's kind of paying attention to, you know, him because he's a super good comic. So everybody's listening to him for advice. And me and Jeff started talking about ghosts and shit. So we, the empty parlor kind of came from this idea of like, it's just two dudes at the end of the night in the bar. That's like almost empty, just like drunkenly rambling about like all of their theories. I'm telling you, man, the fucking aliens are coming. That's that's literally what it is. Is we were like, yeah. It's that's just, why I like the show. There is literally nothing to back this up. It's just crazy theories. This the show is ruled since its inception. It's it's definitely probably my favorite. Like I loved Monster Jamboree because it was kind of that same thing where it's like we had a topic and then it would just devolve into like talking. Like I don't know how many times that it just ended being. Uh, oh, you never talked about the movie. Yeah. It was fantastic. That it was like the greatest like psych podcast of all time. Is in like psych. We're not really gonna talk about that. And then it's so funny. Eric and I would just end up bickering about fucking Bakugo. Yep. Or you would talk about furry culture. It was hilarious. Furry culture. Yes. That was yeah. But it was so I, I've kind of combined. Like that's really what the MD Parlor has is 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 a combination of the Grove yeah. just wanting to talk about all the weird stuff and then fucking the conversations that would completely derail with me and eric yeah well that's why i was super pumped when you guys were talking about start you were talking about starting a new thing and wanted to do a similar podcast as the with grove but just kind of do it more of what you originally intended it to be and i was all on board for that and that's why i was like hell yes please bring that back to punning games is that shit rules so and it shows there's a bunch of people listening to it the site's doing well and it's uh, it's fun and i'm glad it's been too long to be honest for uh, for me and you not talking uh to do a podcast together so i'm pretty pumped here yeah and, uh you always bring me an interesting topic i know there's some past grove episodes with me and you that are fucking fire where we just go off on shit it's great <laughs> that's yeah no that's why as soon so jeff uh he's on a vacation so hopefully he's having a good time uh, he's obviously so by the time that you're listening vacation to this, <laughs> aka spying on the enemy as an fbi agent fucking Hell yeah! So I was—he's <laughs> in Aruba taking down the fucking embassy. I was telling Wade earlier that uh, there was a minute where I was uh, 
under the influence, and I was convinced, just due to the uh, influence of some substances, I was convinced that Jeff was a secret FBI agent spying on me by hearing what I had to say about aliens by pretending to be my co-host. He just, how close is he getting? Like, what does he know? Like, I, I don't know if, I don't know if, actually, I think that episode might be out. No, it, no, that's, that's, oh man. So this, no, it will be out now, obviously, because this is, that's how time works. But at the time of yep. this recording, uh, that the episode I'm thinking of is not out where, uh, I, I discuss my theory that I originally dropped on the Grove, my theory of that I believe proves the existence of alternate universes based on like some pretty, in my opinion, some pretty solid uh, metaphysical foundations. Right. I remember that episode. Oh, yeah. It's definite. And I remember I, I dropped it on the Grove and then Jeff hadn't heard it. So I talked about it again. So it's it's just it's one of those weird things where I'm like, what if legitimately that theory is what's going to get like so maybe it's like a little like I like some ideas of grandeur but uh and I I I just realized I don't say words correctly anymore and I don't care but <laughs> yeah no that's what this whole year has done to us it's just slowly made us dumber and reclusive so oh yeah like so to, just to finish my point and then I'll get into my other point but uh yeah I uh, I thought that uh I was thinking like. Like as a person who's like you know I want to be a comedian I want to be like I like, I wouldn't even say that necessarily that like I want the fame but like fame comes like you ha- like if you're gonna be successful you have to be famous like in this industry right. like that's how it fucking works so like this idea of fame like and like being like a public icon and then I'm like what if like I become like a public icon and I just like have this theory and then people like that becomes a fucking issue. <laughs> Right, like you, just, like people are just like, man, like that's just on like fucking TMZ. Yeah. Old podcast uh, footage has exposed Matt Lamb as to having a crazy theory on how the world works. Right, like sound like a babbling fucking psychopath. That like, becomes I, your Mel Gibson phone <laughs> moment. Exactly. Like, <laughs> your podcast coming up with your fucking stupid thing is your Mel Gibson moment. <laughs> there's like there is that part of me that's like, what, like, because I know like. I've talked about some dumb shit, like not only on the Grove, but like on Monster Jamboree and also the Empty Parlor. And I'm like, after seeing what happened to Shane Gillis, and obviously it's not the same. But like, what if I'm denied a role like for a Disney movie? Because Disney like listens to the Empty Parlor and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, you are not right. good for our brand. We can't." Work right. With you. Oh no, I've given up total. Like, I've just completely given up on ever getting anything like that. If like I ever get, like. Uh, I I would have to move to a place that actually has industry at some point, but like yeah. I've basically given up on that. Um, it's just you know you got to do all, do your own thing and just go from there, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. what I there is no I have said some shit on just not even just who gives f, but I've said some shit on other podcasts that are just wild. Like I think if you listen to there's one no sleep podcast within the first like two seconds of getting introduced, I I say what are considered no no words. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's it's it's wild how much of our life just like exists permanently now. Like I Oh dude. It's bad. It's wild to think that like uh you know, I don't want to keep talking about uh, sucking our dicks about our podcast this whole episode. <laughs> but uh it's weird to think that there's two where we're going to be releasing 239 when this episode comes out Damn. of who gives a f. So there's over in like some of those are longer than just an hour, but there's over 239 hours of just me talking. Oh yeah, and then that's not even including not worth the time. Yeah, exactly. And then or fun pun gaming. Oh like my God, right. there's so much out there and it's just like, well, whatever. That's one reason why I got my job I got now where it's like there was no interview process. It was all based off recommendation. I was like, sick. <laughs> yep. And they all create their own content. Like I've, my bosses have some hilarious sketches they put online. And I was like, oh, see, I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> like these guys are the same way. Perfect, perfect, perfect. No, that's no, that's I think also the other part of me is like, I don't really care about my quote unquote professional life, but like, yeah, there is that part of me that's like, man, if this shit doesn't take off and I'm like 40 and, and the, like, by the time I'm 40, like background checks are going to be like, Hey, so what the fuck were you talking about in this YouTube video from like 13 hey, years ago? Yeah. What about, this is from fucking 2016. Um, like you apparently had your own internet radio show. They were called podcasts. Don't act like you don't know what they were. <laughs> Everybody had one. 
Everybody, it was cool to talk about murder mysteries with people. Oh, two women talking to, uh, drinking wine and talking about how they, they want to solve a dead mystery or their favorite murderers. That's cool. But as soon as I talk about dead babies for some reason and make a joke about it, it's horrific. Oh, my God. Fucking right. Like, that's what's wild about true crime is it's so exploitative that, like, it's like, it's how is... It's so fucked up. How yeah. the fuck is that, like, an okay genre? It's because it's, again, you fucking nailed it. It's fucking... You know, giggly white women talking about fucking, like, murders, but like, oh, we're just being cutesy. And just getting trashed while they do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But because it's, like, cutesy and it's not, like... Oh, there is one. Like, did you ever listen to Sword and Scale? I've heard about it, and there I never was... listened to it. I never listened to any true crime podcasts. I just know of them enough, you know? There was one... I, I was... If you date any girl, you've <laughs> heard of at least a few of these podcasts. Correct. That's just what it comes down to. It, the one that you mentioned specifically makes me wonder... Uh, I'm assuming you've heard of, uh, and that's why we drink. Yes, I've heard of that one too. I was gonna say that sounded very those gray stained teeth bitches. <laughs> I I did enjoy for a while listening to, and that's why we drink because it was again, for me it was the again the the, the true crime doesn't do much for me, but they had the paranormal stuff, and I was like, all right, I do enjoy paranormal stuff. Yeah, but- no, they they were fine. I have no grudge against them. I'm just trying to make jokes. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no yeah, no. like it, it's just uh, yeah. I I I've had. M- uh, girlfriends who loved those fucking genres and stuff. And it's weird to me, but then, like, you know, I listen to Legion of Skanks, and apparently that's a horrible racist podcast. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh <laughs> like, you God. just listen to, about, you just re- listen to somebody read a script, uh, a police report about how they bloodily beaten somebody to death. Like, that's way worse, in my opinion. Right. Which, oh, that reminds me. I don't know. If, uh, shout out to uh, Come Town, because. So yep. I don't know. I'm like again. I'm trying. I'm trying not to name drops. But there was a Des Moines comedian that moved away that actually ended up opening for Stav. Oh, nice. And she, yeah, like, I remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I I was like talking to her around the time that that happened, and I was like, Yo, I'm like a big fan of Cumtown. Like that's really really cool. And then she was like, Oh, what's your address? And I was like, All right, you know, I told her my address. And then she mailed me an autographed calendar of Stav. That's fucking dope. Yeah. So I have a fucking. I have. He has like a whole calendar of like him like basically like nude yeah from his like instagram the stavi stavi baby instagram that rules i have his calendar with him with his autograph and i was like that's fucking sick like i was really excited about that i need to give her something in return but it was like what like i don't know a like i don't know enough about that person to like get them a return gift and be also like i was crotchless panties (laughs) oh my god that would be the ultimate fucking inside joke that was literally One of my first fucking, like, shows that I got invited to where I kind of knew, like, where I was, like, kind of, that was kind of my intro to being, quote-unquote, a part of that scene. Because before, right. my introduction to the Des Moines comedy scene was so bizarre. Because I started right. out, uh, my my first open mic was on the last, last, the last, last closed. Right. It was the last day. And then I ended up doing stand-up in the, the back of some Chinese restaurant for a, a little yep. while. And then Remember eventually that. somebody told me about lefties, so I went over to lefties. And it was literally probably like two months before anybody said anything to me, which again, like I'm not trying to shit on these guys, but it was just like I think that they were so used to people coming and going that they were like, We'll see who sticks around. Oh yeah, dude. It was like a it's like a six month grace period before you talk yeah. to any new comics. <laughs> and then Dan, actually, again, I hate I don't like I'm trying not to name drop on podcasts just because again, like not trying to get people in to any right. any tro- any of my trouble should any arise, but uh dan actually ended up talking to me so like i kind of became friends with him and then i remember i was leaving and some people like there's just some people hanging out smoking out front and they're like hey how come you always leave like you're funny like stick around and talk and i was like oh cool like people actually are aware of me like right like, and then i started to stick around so that was how that was my introduction to lefties was literally coming up doing like a fucking panicked five minutes because my oh man i was looking back some of my early like one of my earliest recorded sets <laughs> Oh, oh those my. are rough. It's, it's tough, <laughs> dude. It's so I have whenever I have really good sets, I go back and listen to the first recording I ever have just to listen to it and go, "You can become this if you start coasting." <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Well, I know, dude, not as bad, but like on a, I had a weird realization the other day because I revisited the uh, the transparent comedy tour just because out of uh-huh. nostalgia. And I was watching my sets, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so much better now. Yeah, I know. I think the same thing. <laughs> like, it's bad, dude. 
like there i don't i don't think i did particularly bad but i noticed all these things i'm like that was when i was still really fidgety like i, I like i've always been extremely fidgety but like i hadn't like even though i thought that i'd like gotten over a lot of my fidgetiness that was when i was still like hooking my thumbs in my pockets and kind of like wiggling a little bit and i was like i right. stopped doing that too now like fuck yeah there's just always these weird little things i i'm, I'm the same way there's definitely ticks i see and i go oh my god why do i <laughs> mine is words i use specific phrases over and over again and i'm like god damn why do you say that all the time yeah i i jeff pointed it out how often i say like and i didn't realize it but I, I was listening to my podcast and i was like oh my god i sound like a fucking valley girl yep yep i know what you mean yeah but it, it, we're we've grown this yes. this podcast is its new own thing it's there at the puninggame.com it's great and now we're gonna talk about some fucking dope shit correct we are going to Hell talk yeah. about one of my other conspiracy theories about how Santa Claus magic works. Oh, Santa Claus magic? Santa Claus magic. So, so you believe in Santa Claus is real then. So that that that's where you have to start with this point. Is his magic is it is it the idea of Santa Claus isn't real? So like Santa Claus the I guess let me slow down here and ask the quite first question. Is Santa Claus actually a person? So here's there's a whole lot of stuff that I gotta kinda get out of the way here. Santa All Claus right. is a multi dimensional creature. Okay. See, so, I thought since you said Santa Claus magic, it wasn't that the that Santa Claus the manifestation of like the physical person that we know from like holiday ads is it that's not real, but the magic uh of him is a real source of like a is a, a supernatural force. It's so the duality of Santa Claus exists mm-hmm. as such. You'll have to explain what duality yeah. means. I'm not a smart <laughs> so, man. So duality just means kind of like a there's two things. There's, okay. there's there's one constant and another constant. So cool. All right, I learned something Santa, today. <laughs> the belief in Santa Claus has its own universe where Santa Claus, like where pe- the people who believe in Santa Claus, he exists, and that's how people get their Christmas presents. And then so almost through manifest, de- almost manifesting it by believing in him, that's how the presents show up from another dimension. Exactly. Well, not so. Whoa. There's literally two dimensions. There's there are two okay. dimensions. There's the dimension where Santa Claus is acknowledged and everyone believes in Santa and Santa brings their presence. And then there's another dimension. And like everyone kind of starts life. So there's it's kind of like a weird trilogy. This is you know it all ties into the Holy Trinity of Catholicism, of course, because you know that's how okay. that's how magic works. All right. So there's the one universe where we all start where Santa Claus is is not acknowledged because you're like too young to kind of like really make a decision. But then when you, you you get that initial question of whether like whether or not Santa is real and then you when you make that decision you you, you kind of get separated into this universe where I currently we are currently at least in here like I'm in the universe where Santa Claus doesn't exist however that does not mean he does not exist he just does not he he doesn't bring presence to this universe right so the way that the Santa Claus magic actually works is some crazy shit where I I don't no, if like Santa Claus may do something very, very kind, but it might be hiding his treachery, Wade. Ah, so he has to use. Is it like so? It's like in a balance thing where he has to. He's probably doing some evil shit, but he has to balance it out by doing good. So, well, I mean, he's the one that decides who is naughty or nice. But I mean, right? Who is to? I mean, who is the final judge and jury? And I feel like Santa Claus should not be that. That's like kicking – That's yeah, I have to know where his line is because, uh, like, Santa Claus has to have a line where you finally cross where you go over from being naughty and nice, right? Exactly. And it's I like mean, how guys have that weird uh, line where it's, uh, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. So why is that the mark? Why is eating crackers in bed when you would kick a woman out? Like, why is that the benchmark? So we need to find Santa's crackers. Exactly. We, we, okay. So that's like one whole aspect, but his magic is where things get really fucked up. Cause I mean, he is, if, if it is just truly one creature and, that, and I mean, I, I like to believe that he is just one creature. I don't think that it's possible. No, no matter how God, it'd be cool works. if like he was like a Hydra, just like Santa Claus is just, he's not even like a, re- yeah, he's just a multi-headed beast instead of like an actual man. <laughs> <laughs> just so many fucking Santa heads. 
just so many and the reason that he has the white the red and white hat with the poof ball is it's just like some weird deformity on like a dragon's head that looks like a hat man that would make a crazy fucking horror movie like not because there's already krampus which like is its own thing but like right. an evil santa so, i mean there's i mean uh, uh, there's got to be some b there movie. is a horror movie called like silent night or something like that where it's like a killer santa claus is coming or coming around killing people it's not actually santa claus though it's a dude dresses santa see that's exactly but you know it. christians got upset thinking it was weird that they were depicting santa claus like this which is wild that santa is a christian icon it makes like no he's a pagan fucking ritual <laughs> like yeah, it's a fucking wild well, have you? I'm sure you've heard the the theory about like that Santa Claus, like it, actually the person isn't actually real, like that it's a pagan ritual based on a mushroom. No, I did not hear that, and I would love to hear about it. Yeah, so there's a there's a theory that like the where Santa Claus came from is in like where the I forget what country the fucking like the myth of Santa Claus like came from. You know, Saint Nicholas. I want to say and, Germany because uh, I feel like Nicholas is a very German name. Yeah, it might be Germany. It's around there, you know, it's in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh but there's a certain mushroom that grows in there that only grows under coincidentally pine trees. Interesting. And and so it grows under pine trees and reindeer go fucking batty for these things. Like they'll fucking kill people to get to them. Like they love these mushrooms so much and they like trip balls on them or whatever, but the color of the mushroom is red and white. And so, like, there's a there's a theory, running theory, that this mushroom has to do with like Saint Nicholas. So they model they model that after that, and that's where like putting presents under the tree, uh, underneath a pine tree, comes from because you used to get this gift of knowledge or whatever from eating this mushroom. So that's the gift of knowledge, and that's why we put pine trees in our houses, like to pay homage to that mushroom and all that shit. But it was all like a pagan ritual to begin with, revolving around that mushroom. That's buck fucking and, wild. Well, I yeah, wonder, that's, it, this is all lame. Like I'm boiling this down to like this the basic facts I remember. There's way more to it for sure. I wonder. Well, the only reason that I don't think it would be this mushroom is because I think this mushroom grows a lot of places. But I know that Amanita muscaria is red and white. Hmm. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know that wildly enough, mushrooms in the uh, like especially like psychedelic mushrooms in the like european countries like specifically i think kind of that area that you were mentioning are mm -hmm. like i remember i've watched a couple of movies where they just kind of mentioned that like mushrooms around there are, are from what i understand were much more just like a normal part of life and they, they weren't like as demonized as they are in the united states because they grew so readily i remember i watched right i watched this really dumb fucking movie i think it was actually ireland that the movie took place in but same concept where it was like these people went to Ireland and took mushrooms and then like turned out one of them was a serial killer. It was a dumb fucking movie, but it was just like, oh yeah, like doing mushrooms over there was just like chill. Whereas in the United right. States, psychedelics are like the number one bad drug. Like there are, it's literally psychedelics and like weed. And that's pretty much it in the United States that are schedule one still is yeah. psychedelics and weed. Cause everything else has a quote unquote medicinal purpose. As if yeah. Not what fucking... was the name of that mushroom, real quick again? That you said, Amanita muscaria. That's the one. Nice, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I looked up this thing on on median dot com, and uh, it says right here. Well, here's one of these things where it says Santa is a modern counterpart of a shaman who consumes a mind altering plant and fungi to consume uh, commune with a spirit world. As the story goes, until a few hundred years ago, these uh, practicing shamans or priests connected to their old traditions would collect the am Amanita Mascara. Is that how you say? Mascaria, I think. Uh, Mascaria, I yeah. I don't the holy mushroom, basically, is what it translates yeah. to, I guess. Uh, dry them and give them as gifts at the winter solstice. So that's where the pagan ritual comes from for that mushroom is these shamans would dry them and give them as gifts during winter solstice, which is then when, you know, the Christians came in and were like, hey, pagans, we're going to steal some of your shit and make it, like, more family-friendly, you know? Except we're going to leave out the fun part. <laughs> the fucking, yeah, except the we're going to leave part. the part out where we get your kids fucked up on hallucinogens. Dude, I fucking think that everyone should trip at least one point. In I, I legitimately believe that at some point in high school, it should be a requirement to have a guided psychedelic trip. Like... You, 
Just go down to the fucking Ecuador and just fucking trip balls. <laughs> well, like, I think that just, like, in, like, any public school, like, they just... Because mushrooms are not hard to cultivate. Like, they really aren't. So, like, they really... Like, it would need, like, no money. Like, once you get a culture of mushrooms, it's, like, not hard to just keep propagating. Right. And, like, getting a... Like, creating a... Like, and also you could turn it into, like, a horticulture thing. Like, you grow the fucking, like, mushrooms for your fucking senior trip. Like, literally senior trip. Uh, like, right, <laughs> your senior trip takes on a whole new meeting, yeah. dude. And like you have things fucking... are gonna get wild in Mexico this year, boys. Fuck yeah! Well, you just have like you have like the health teacher do it. Like you have a fucking drug sherpa, and then that way, like all these fucking like head ass. So kids. many hip. There's just always a hippie teacher at the school. There's always just like one like shamany dress fucking guy. Oh yeah. And then you get these fucking head ass like straight A kids like to freak out, and then you have the kids who like lives aren't so great to be like, wow, life ain't, like life ain't so shit. Like right, like it would mellow everybody out. It would kind of like put everybody on a level playing field, and also like everybody would kind of be like, wow, I thought I knew shit. I don't know fucking anything. Like, what is life? What is real? Nothing is. Like I think that it's important for everybody to have that fucking freak out because I think you're not wrong. And I think that the younger you do it, the more like. <laughs> Like, there's, like, I feel like if you're 16 or, like, 17, there's less shit that can really cause, a like, a bad trip. Like, being an adult and tripping, like, you're like, I gotta pay my bills. Like, what are you're just like, oh, my God, taxes exist. Ah, fuck. Like, you're 16, you're like, ah, like, what does it matter if Stacy doesn't like me? Like, you there's just, other you women. Just take, <laughs> you just take mushrooms like a 35-year-old, and you're just like, what is the Federal Reserve? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. Like... Uh, I just I yeah I think it's important and that's where it comes down with and you know it all it all comes down to back to Santa yeah it does and that's why like I think this is going to be interesting to hear your side of the magic because obviously Santa Claus along with magic mushrooms are tying in here so the Santa Claus magic uh in entering multiple dimensions is already has some backup here as you can see that we found just on medium.com like that's even like a uh I wouldn't say a super reputable source but it's a well-known website and they're talking about it so yeah, there must be something to this Matt I mean I do know that uh there is a theory that Christianity started as a mushroom cult. Yes, uh, like what is it? The the uh, what is it? Pian? What is? What's the gland in your brain? Pineal. The the pineal. Pine- the, the pineal gland or some shit like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, like there's like a like in one of like the churches, like there's like a representation of that yeah. in the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I think it's it's somewhere in the um. Somewhere in the is Vatican. It in the Vatican? Yeah, I, I want to say, say it's yeah. in the Vatican. There's also yeah. like a crazy fucking uh, like depiction of Lucifer there. It, the, it, religion's fucking bonkers when you really get down to it. But uh, well, that's we're actually... just all trying to explain the world, dude. I mean, we're... we used to think the planets were gods, <laughs> which is, I mean, also, which is pretty sick. It's also wild that like, they live on a mountain. It's like what fucking mountain? <laughs> like, like Mount Olympus was. Like, yeah, they're up on Mount Olympus. It's like, all right, fucking, where is that? Like, yeah, you know, the gods just, like, chill out right above us and shit. Just right there, Mount Olympus. I thought, isn't Mount Olympus a real place, though? Well, that's what's wild. It's like, is it, like, was Mount Olympus, like, actually where they thought that these people lived? And, like, if not, like, it'd be pretty fucking easy to be like, wow, there's nobody up here. Yeah, well, nobody ever made it back down. Like, you get up that's there, fair. you just die from freezing on the way up. That's, yeah, that's You'd be know. like... There is no God. Oh. <laughs> just exhaling your last breath, it just uh, turns to ice. <laughs> just ah, I wonder if there's just like a bunch of goddamn just fro- like frozen ass corpses like, like along Mount Olympus. Like just, just like just do like a weird yeah. bone hunt. There probably are. It's just like it's just like uh, Mount Everest. They use them as mile markers. Oh shit! That's like, yeah, yeah. The Everest it is weird. Like the green jacket guy or whatever. Well, they I think there are multiple dead people on the way up to Mount Everest, and they literally use their bodies as mile markers. That's so, like, on your map, you're like, here's Jim Hansen. Tried to climb this mountain in 1920 and died not quite getting there. Turns out Jim died as a failure like his father said he would. Fuck, like, he just has fun facts. So brutal to, like, I'm going to do this <laughs> crazy thing that's super hard, and I might die. And then you actually do. It's like, well, way to fucking go. <laughs> Everyone yeah. told you that you might die, and then you did. And it's like, well, now you're an asshole. Yeah, now you you're died just a an pinpoint on a map. You died a frozen asshole. Way to go. That'd be really funny if, like, Google Maps now, like, uh, Apple Maps, like, if you Google Mount Everest and there's just, like, the pins on there are all, like, mile markers next to dead people's bodies. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Hell yes. Uh, 
So I'm gonna put a pin in this dead body. Boop, boop. Fuck. Hell yeah. But yeah. But uh, but uh, the Christi- you were getting back to Christianity uh, with mushrooms and Santa. But also, yeah, uh, that's actually why they. There's also theories that like that's why Hindus worship cows is because cows make like the cows take shits that grow fucking psychedelic mushrooms. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. There's a lot of things that travel back to like hallucinogens. Yeah. Like. I, fucking just full on Joe Rogan nonsense, but I I read that uh, yeah. fucking uh, what oh fuck Food of the Gods by Terrence McKenna, and it yeah. like it makes the most sense. It's like oh yeah that all of the things that they talk about how like eating mushrooms like increases like your peripheral vision so that colors pop out so that like a monkey would see like a like a berry that another monkey would see like wouldn't see, and then that monkey would right. live, and then that all just kind of goes up to like oh wow like these fucking monkeys would worship these bovine herds because that like they're like oh th- like these things are necessary for us to live and that would turn into fucking cow worship which would and we all know that religion just anytime a religion comes like shit like splinters off like i'm surprised there isn't like a scientology 2 yet scientology 2 <laughs> i mean it's, a, it's, it's just a tom cruise movie action movie <laughs> I mean, it's already based off a science fiction novel. It's like, why hasn't there been, like, the spinoff yet? Like, right. Jesus. <laughs> Scientology 2. Thetan's gone wild. <laughs> Thetan's gone. Christ. Oh, my Lord. But, yeah, yeah. that's... It all, it all comes down Eventually to Eventually, it will. Um, for, you know why the Scientology hasn't splintered off yet? Because they haven't been caught doing anything bad yet. They just... They just own a lot of property. They treat people bad, but not bad enough. Like, what's weird is Scientology, like, everybody's like, they're such horrible and they're taking advantage of people, but it's like, that. yes, they are, but they haven't molested children yet, so nobody gives a shit yet. Like, if you're just taking advantage of dumb adults and getting them to donate all of their salary to a church, like, nobody gives a shit if you do that to them. Yeah, it's, you can, it's like you can have a successful cult as long as there's not, like, sex and drugs. Like, and, yeah. that's, and that's all the Scientology is. It's yeah. a boring cult. Yeah, it's a really boring cult that they just convince uh, people who are trying to be famous out in Hollywood to join, and now they just get all their money. It's really, it's, it's a really great pyramid scheme, to be honest. It really is, because I mean, the more that like you get your people involved, and you get your money back, and it's yeah, it all it's just great. comes down. It's the one guy, the leader, just lives on a boat in the middle of the ocean. It's crazy. Which, I, honestly, I would fucking love to have a, just like a boat colony. That would be sick as shit yeah you just wanted to be you just want to be like mcafee and just fucking float around in the international waters like everybody's after you (laughs) it's fucking wild man i love how that dude tried to run for president just like from a boat (laughs) like what a baller ass move just like yeah fuck it like i can i I technically don't live anywhere but how about i uh how How about about i run this country president like how far would that be like just fucking he's just what if he got elected as president and he just like he just did everything from the boat he's like i didn't think i'd get this far fuck i didn't think, yeah he's, he's got he's now surrounded by naval fleet and, and like fucking submarines underneath him to make sure nobody comes and bombs him dude right just just paranoid as fuck like can you, like i like I, I i'm a paranoid person i he's I just like think- i didn't think this would work he's so paranoid he didn't he didn't even believe it would work he turns it's literally fucking uh mr mackey from fucking yeah <laughs> Ma- mr mcafee yeah mr mcafee fuck but it's all mushrooms man mm-hmm. that's why the fucking reindeer flies because everyone's high as shit and they're like what if that fucking reindeer flew around <laughs> Well, the and then the reindeer said, "Why don't you give me some of those mushrooms and find out?" Whoa, it's a talking reindeer. Eat this, dude. That's all that'll and happen. Boom. And that's yeah, how the dude. fucking. Also, why are there so many? Fucking and then they reindeer? were like, "Let's enslave these tiny people and make them make toys." There's a lot of shit when you break down Santa Claus. That like it just sounds like somebody was like, just fucking hammered drunk putting shit together. Like, yeah, there's eight reindeer, and he uses them like horses. It sounds like a drunk dad making up a story on why he couldn't get birthday presents all year. He's like, but you get, but but there's a magical man, and he then he's like struggling. Like at the end of the year, he's like, fuck, I got to get all these all these presents at the end of the year. And but he just made up a whole lie on like why it takes so long for all those toys to come in. He's like, well, it's got to be made at the North Pole. Who who brings them from the North Pole? It's a man. His name's Nick. Nick brings them down. <laughs> <laughs> 
And how does he get him there? Like, the North Pole doesn't seem like there's no horses can't run. Like, well, you got flying reindeer. Like, he just is lying his whole, just so drunk dad lying his way out of not getting birthday presents. Just, just a fucking total bullshit artist. Yeah, just totally not even coherent. And he just wakes up and is fucking, he's just getting a coffee the next day. He's hung over his shit and he's like, his kid's like, hey, dad, you remember you were talking about St. Nick last night? And he's like, oh, God, I have no idea what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, like, like, the kid the kid puts even more spin on it. Remember he has the tiny people with the pointy ears who help him <laughs> and build stuff? And he's like, I, I get, like, that. I don't remember saying that at all. I remember him being, having a workshop. It's like, yeah, 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 the fucking, the, the thing. Yeah, the elves, you know, they fucking, they only eat candy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they live in gingerbread houses and fucking snowman top. Yeah, like all that, all that, all that's real. Yeah, yeah. The the bumble's gonna fucking eat you, you know, whatever. <laughs> fucking just completely trash. I absolutely yeah. believe that there, it was, and it's just a mix of everything. It's just fucking Christian mushroom cult and a drunk dad that like accidentally like because it, it, it was probably some fucking small like cold town that like all this shit was going on and like everybody's fucking depressed. Like, there's some fucking Christian who's still super into mushrooms and another just drunk German guy. Because I think, this, again, like, all this is based around somewhere right. around Germany. And it's just these fucking people just spitballing, like, man, everything sucks. Like, my kids are asking me, like, why they didn't have the fucking Christmas present or birthday presents. And now, like, I'm fucking, all of my money is spent on booze. And I bought this fucking red suit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I, I, the tailor talked me into getting this red suit. I didn't even want red. I fucking hate it. I look like a fucking dipshit in this fucking yeah. thing. It's fucking... And I got this dumbass hat that, like, fucking doesn't even fit. I'm so broke, I haven't been able to buy a new razor to shave in, like, nine months. I'm fat as hell from all this beer. <laughs> Drunk. Whoa, well, dude, you know, you kind of look like a mushroom I ate earlier today. <laughs> My, and then my reindeer were fucking flying all over the place. The weirdest thing about, like, because this is, like, a pagan tradition in, like, some probably, like, tiny village, you know, because all these religions start, uh, like, as, like, a singular thing. It's just, it's, like, a small group of people, like, I, uh, like we're living by this way, right? And, it, it like, this goes to prove that, like, ideas, like, p small groups of colonies of people can believe small, uh, like, a certain set of things, even if they're not true, and it kind of just works for them, and their life just works, but once you introduce it to a grand scale of people, it does, like, it starts falling apart, because that's when people start questioning it, you know, and, like, to think about, like, St. Nick, right, like, it started from probably some tiny village in Germany, right, like, they were like, oh, and he comes and delivers all the people, the people's uh, presents for all the children here in our small little town, right, which that seems possible to do in one night, right? Oh, yeah. But then who came along and went, we're going to fucking use that same thing. And then they just like the tale, like the, the fact that that, t that, that, that tale, that myth of that person doing that just somehow spread and caught on, you know, it's weird <laughs> that like, how did that happen? They get some guy in the next town over is like their friends were like, or their kids were like friends with each other. And then the friend's kids were, like, telling them about Santa Claus, and the other kids were like, oh, cool. And then they fucking told their parents about Santa Claus, and they're like, that fucking asshole. Like, now I have to take yeah. – now I have to either, A, like, tell my kids that magic isn't real, which, I mean, it's the 1800s or whatever, so I kind of still believe in magic. Right. Like, that magic's not real, but there's definitely, like, you know, God. God's still here. <laughs> well, I mean, that was still when people, were like, believed in, like – that was when, like – like, I, I – that's not that's not Victorian. Are the eighteen hundreds was that Victorian? I fucking don't. I'm bad. Yeah, at kind of. There's like a period in there of like that. Yeah. So that would be kind of like the Lovecrafty like black magic shit. Right. Where it was like black magic was like you're not gonna get hung for it era. Right. But like uh, it's just crazy to me that like it, it probably went from a story that like some drunk dad tried to tell his kids about how they only get presents once a year from this man. That like, and then it spread to the town, and now you see Santa Claus drinking a fucking Coca Cola in between a fucking NFL game. Like it's crazy. Like that's where that started. Which oh fuck yeah, that's another crazy wild thing. Is like Coke owns that image of Santa. Yeah, that's the wildest shit. Is Coke owns Santa Claus. Yeah, they own Santa, dude. <laughs> like they own the a deity that was created out of mushrooms. It is the. Truly the wildest shit, which also, I mean, as you know, like, I love Coke, so. Yeah, I love Coke, dude. <laughs> Fucking. Like a ton of Coke. Just, just, we always had Coke. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I guess that we've covered like how Santa Claus is magic. So I just guess I want to hear your theory then on the the the, the different so, dimensions and how this plays in. I'm, so I'm curious he, now. I've, I think I ranted about it at a show one time that Santa Claus does not deliver all the presents in one night. Okay. What he does, and this is it's. So you know how February only has twenty eight days. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Those it should have. There should be an even number of days all these months. It should be 30, 31 days. So, theoretically, February should have 30 days normally. However, okay. what happens is on December 24th, this, the universe where Santa Claus exists, he casts a spell over the entire planet where everyone just loses track of the time and like you go into this deep slumber and they're not even aware of it. And for three days is how he's able to go everywhere. So you think Santa Claus puts everybody on Earth in a fucking co- coma? Yes. And then that's and then we make up for this lost time by taking days out of February. Mm-hmm. And we just naturally – how do we know that we needed to take days out of February to do that, though? Well, I mean, that's – we just always have because we didn't know that that was what was going on. It's, and this has been happening before Santa started delivering presents. Santa got roped into that shit. Oh, okay. So we got tricked into this. It was like a deal that ended up getting cut. Yeah, and then Santa. So what was he doing cut. before? What was he doing before he was delivering presents? Who fucking knows, man? Who fucking knows? Santa's well, I got- guess if this is a pagan ritual, he probably was getting like sacrifices to him. Yeah, I mean, there was probably some whack, crazy Santa Claus shit. He probably on. hasn't always been Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, we probably, I mean, if I mean, think if you really think about it, Mr. Wade Taylor, if you switch around the letters in Santa, what does it spell? Satan. Yeah, it's yes. fucking Satan Claus casting a spell over the universe where he exists in. To God, get- I, I want. Tim Allen to star in the Satan Clause. The Satan Clause. <laughs> he accidentally <laughs> kills Satan and it becomes Satan. He has to become Satan. I'm Satan. I'm gonna stick you with this picture. <laughs> oh my god. The Satan Clause is fucking choice. <laughs> I accidentally killed Satan. He's like a fucking Satanist. You killed Satan. <laughs> it's a Satanist, and his son sees him like, accidentally, like accidentally kill Satan. My dad's the instead of going to like school and like talking about like how his dad is Santa Claus, he's just like, my dad's the devil. He's gonna bring hellfire and brimstone to all humanity. <laughs> fucking half the movie is just Satan having to deal with CPS, like yeah. <laughs> so we hear from your son that you've been telling him that you are Satan. <laughs> Look at the horns. I've shaved them off three times. And he's just always filing down the horns. <laughs> it's like half little he goes to his, He goes to his doctor like he does in the Santa Claus to like get checked out. And like when like the doctor touches him, he just bursts into flames and dies. It looks like you have cancer. I mean, you're, you're growing growths. <laughs> this is just a fear case of cancer. This does not look good. You're, you're growing calcified growths out of your head like this is ins- <laughs> this is not good this is insane and you have a bifurcated tail what the fuck <laughs> like i like body i understand the body mod is popular in today's world but like this is a little in- like a little extreme wouldn't you say you didn't even do it in steps you just went right full hog hog full hog i mean you got fucking you got digigrade legs like <laughs> this is wild shit man your toenails have formed together to create a hoof like, this is, we're going to have to set, submit you up for testing. Like, this is, we've never, like, I'm a doctor, not a fucking, like, what the fuck? I can't remember how the Santa Claus ends, so I just want to, like, he's just, like, him in a, it's just Satan Claus ends with him, like, in a, riding, like, the horse of death with his son on the back, just, like, raining hellfire on everybody, and just, they're just smiling, like, ha, 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 I embraced it, ha, ha. <laughs> fucking, man, also... Speaking of the Santa Claus, but the doctor was just kind of like, yeah, we don't fucking know. It's probably yeah, not a big deal. You seem fucking healthy. Lay off the sweets, fatty. That's what he says. That's literally verbatim. He's like, just lay off the sweets, and he shakes his belly when he says that. 
Dude, if my doctor fucking touched me, it was like, oh, to be fair, every time I've gone to the doctor, I've had weird experiences. So I guess maybe that wouldn't be like such a wild. Yeah, you just give up a bad vibe, dude. <laughs> like when you go to a doctor. Dude, my doctor experiences have existed of my doctor A misdiagnosing my skin condition and the other with him doing a prostate exam and telling me that I was athletic like yeah, moments later. Yeah, that was such a weird fucking story you've told me and i yeah. can't believe that that's a real thing that's ever happened to anybody so for uh, also matt lamb i love you but you are not athletic yeah if anything i would describe you as sickly looking like it, <laughs> like i'm concerned about your weight sometimes when i see you i'm like jesus matt oh dude it's worse now it's I, I'm, I'm down to one meal a day like oh my god matt please eat eat something to be fair at the time that that happened i was working out three times a week and i was at I think that was, like, when I was at my peak of, like, I was 145 pounds and, like, working out three times a week. And I was, like, I was deadlifting, like, 200 pounds. Like, I was... Okay. In, yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember that time period. Where so I was, yeah, like... You were, you, I was, it was a well-deserved compliment. I was ripped for, like, three months. <laughs> like, I was, like, legitimately... Like, I looked pretty fucking good for three months, but then... Jack Diesel, dude. It was... It was kind of fucking buck. That was also just going around pounding boy pussy, dude. Dude, fucking close enough to it. Like that was, <laughs> uh, dude. I that was also around the time I was got in a fight with that dude over fucking trivia. Oh yeah, I remember that story. <laughs> that was that was the like most literally. It could not have been at a more opportune time because the dude was like being lippy. I had just been. That was when Wells Fargo had uh, announced all those layoffs. That I was like, I I had just been laid off from my job, or like I thought I was laid off from my job. And this dude was, like, shit-talking all my friends. And that was when I was, like, at peak ripped. And I, and the dude wanted to fight. And I was, like, just swing at me and give me any excuse to kick your ass in this bar. Because you're right. fat and I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. I just drank a fucking creatine shake. I'm all jacked up, dude. I will fucking kill you. Well, that, I'd also, like... I just so drank pre-work. I drank pre-workout before I go to the bar, dude. I was... That was also... I uh, The gym that I was going to had a banana bag. And I uh-huh. would fucking literally every week i would fucking like i would do my i would do like i would do upper body one like one day i would do leg day the other day and then my third day i would kind of mix together the two do a lot of like full body stuff and then for 15 minutes i would just work the fucking bag so yeah, i was like fucking tee off on it dude i was like in like literally in peak fighting condition for like my <laughs> shit body like not competitive but like for if there was ever going to be a time where i was going to fight the time where i was literally conditioning my body to fight this dude was like threatening me and i was like i'm not gonna get in a fight over bar trivia but if this dude takes a fucking swing at me i have fucking the most pent-up rage ever. what a weird what a weird hill to die on if like that if that was your mindset like you're like i don't want to get in a fight for bar trivia but what if like that it was the opposite you were just like <laughs> this is no my- man i fucking care about this dude i i will not stand for bar trivia to be fucking look down upon like it's a backwoods sport okay i'll fuck your day up dude i'll take this shit serious it was just this isn't a game this is about our lives this is the most fucking serious thing that i'm personally involved in how dare you (laughs) accuse me of cheating i want a goddamn high v best best buy gift card okay i'm getting one of those too oh my god i it was also the wildest thing because it was like you like it just, it started so normal because it was like, oh, a guy chirping because I'm winning at bar trivia and he's accusing me of cheating. I'm like, oh, this is just a guy trying to, like, engage with our party, like, and just, you know, have friendly shit talking. I am all for friendly shit talking. It's so much right. fun. Like, there's literally nothing better about talking the most shit to somebody over something that doesn't matter. Like, yep. it's, that's the, like, there's literally nothing more fun. That's why I loved hanging out with comics because it was like any, like, any small thing. You could you, like you just had the excuse to just talk the most shit because it it did not matter. So I thought right. this, that's that's all I thought this was was some guy just like you know trying to start start fake bar trivia beef for fun. But no, he was genuinely accusing me of cheating and got very upset. Oh man, what a piece of shit though! Like you can't call people out for cheating and not have anything to back it up. You can't just yell cheating. Well, you know, so, you know, some people would say that that's un uh, undemocratic and unconstitutional. <laughs> that if you just yell about cheating for no reason, that it you know it might look a little bad and suspicious if you never produce proof. I don't know. Call me crazy. I don't know where I'm getting this like comparison from, but you it's know, a wild idea. But no, this, <laughs> I think the thing that like, good really, thing it's never happened in the history of anything oh, ever never, important. Never at all. 
But now the reason that the reason that like I almost like got into it with this guy was uh, so I was hanging out with like it was basically like girls' night because it was one of our it was one of our comic friends and it yep. was just like just the girls and me because like you know as a token gay I get to participate in girls' night that is my right. Yeah. So it was girls' night trivia like I'm like we're all just fucking hanging out and he starts talking mad shit to the girls and like I still have my guy pride and like you know maybe it's a little you know fucking 1950s of me but like you don't fucking talk like that to women because he was nope. like he was just talking like he was being me like legitimately like talking shit to like these people and i was like you do not talk to it like that's why i told because i what set him off is i told him to shut the fuck up so to well, be fair. well that's uh that that's a that escalated quickly yeah you didn't even like do like a like hey man come on like let's let's be well, mature so here what happened so the whole story was uh he was so he goes oh hey like you know this guy's cheating because I, I was like i was on my phone like looking up a song lyric or something like that because there was like a song like aspect and after the round was over i was looking up like what the song title was and this right. like, oh, he's, you know he's this guy's cheating and I, again like I, you know, I thought he was joking around so i was like oh yeah totally cheating and then he starts like raising a hissy fit so, and then the host was like oh you know what we'd say you know you know we, you know the only thing worse than a cheater is a tattletale like again like well, and that pissed him off probably because yeah. he's like, yeah, but he's fucking cheating. How's the tattletale worse? <laughs> yeah, so, freaking out. Because again, it, it, I think that it was the same situation where she was just like, like yeah, like it's fucking bar trivia. Like, there's no way that this guy's actually upset. So she's just you know chirping back. Right. And then he starts freaking out and like talking shit to her. And I'm like, hey, how about you shut your fucking mouth? Because it was like instantly like aggro to her. And I was like, no, you don't do that. So right. maybe I like well, escalated it a little bit too much, but it was like. No, Matt, you did the right thing. You're still a man, and you still got to do the right thing as a man. Exactly. You don't fucking talk like that to women. Like, nope. it was... And, oh, that was the other thing, too. It was, like, this old dude, like, talking shit to, like, a young woman. And I was like, what the fuck are you... Like, how well, are you... Well, that's someone who got divorced in their 30s. Probably. And also, like, the woman he was with was, like, taking his side. And I'm like, it's... Bar-. Like, oh, it was so fucking dumb. I never went back. Yeah, that's about right. That sounds but about right. It was... That was also like when I I discovered my love for uh, pucker and sprite because it's like it's basically an adult soda because there would be yep. nights where like I didn't want to drink like I I didn't want to go drink but I didn't want to not spend money at this bar because that's kind of my like one of my things is if I go to like an open mic or an event I buy something right so I was like I'm gonna absolutely. buy absolutely hundred percent yeah so I'm gonna buy like I'm gonna buy a fucking sprite with pucker in it because it's it's still like the price of like a normal drink and I'll get a couple of them support the bar call it good mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. and then i just kept doing it because they're so fucking tasty i've never had that but i might do that from try that next time i go to a bar and don't want to get drunk but i need to buy something that's a good idea dude it's a good shit. alternative like you'll catch some shit because people will be like oh you're drinking this fucking fruity drink it's like dude it's a fucking blue raspberry soda it's delicious <laughs> like, it fucking rules yeah it's like oh i spent five dollars on a fucking like pussy drink whatever dude it's fucking green apple like it's it's a green apple soda. Like fight me. It's delicious. Right. Like what get on I, my level, dude. That's one part about being like, like not even like because I'm like oh I'm gay I can do whatever but it's like being secure in my masculinity. It's like what are you gonna talk shit to me for? Like I like I do not care if people think I'm a man or not because I know I am and I know also that green apple tastes fucking delicious. Yeah. Don't talk shit on this shit. Okay. Green apple rules. And you know you just you're just mad that you got duped into drinking something you really didn't want to. Oh, yeah. you, beers are require oh, oh what is it a acquired taste? But you know what's not an acquired taste? Sweet fucking green apple, dude. Everybody likes it. Exactly. Like I'm so, go drink your bread water. I'm gonna be over here enjoying the shit out of my super sweet tasty beverage. Bread water is such a cool thing to call beer. I can't wait to call it that next time. I'll take one bread water, please. Give me hook me up some of that bread. You got water. any rice water? That's, that's AKA Miller Lite. <laughs> Correct. Or sake. It's sake? Oh, yeah. Sake. Well, that's like water whiskey or, well, or wheat whiskey or whatever. No, rice sake whiskey. is a. Yeah. Well, it's like a. It could be a wine, too. I think it's a rice. Like is rice it a wine? wine? I think sake really? is a wine. Because it's like. It's not very alcoholic. Oh, I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was like super potent. It's like. I that was a whole I mean, point I think there it. are probably like power. I think there are probably like really strong sakes. Also, I didn't realize Japanese whiskey is like fucking great dude i've never had any japanese whiskey dude i've never actually had sake to be honest with you so like i'm talking out of my ass here <laughs> sake is i just like, figured it like it was a strong drink because they always order it in movies and like then the guy like throws it back real far us and he's like and then they're always like oh like, like it just like it jolts them or something it's taste like 
I would say if you ever are at a restaurant, like I know that uh, shout out to one of my favorite spots in Des Moines, and I know that you're back in Des Moines now. Uh, if mm-hmm. you ever, well, maybe you know when things are a little bit more cleared up, and if it, and if it's still around, uh, Akabono has yep. sake. And, yeah. And uh, I'll have to check that out then. Yeah, it's like it's a small bottle for like fourteen or fifteen dollars, and you just order it with your dinner. And like the reason they do it in shots is because it's usually just like small batch, and like it's basically again, it's just kind of like like ordering like two or three beers because it's like usually it's like 14 or 15 percent and you just do like shots of like sake basically right it's kind of like a palate cleanser in a way okay got it that makes sense then it makes sense to like use it for that like yeah just especially when you're eating sushi i'm sure like when if you get different types and different rolls and stuff like that you want to have that palate cleanser okay yeah see i'm not like i've i've not never delved that far into asian my still my idea of asian cuisine is going to the food court and getting chinese food (laughs) hell yes I'm nah. super uncultured, dude. I Asian food is like my favorite shit, so I know. I do love Asian food. I just I don't think I've actually had real Asian food. I guess I've had like sushi at a bar one time. I went with some friends, <laughs> but like I don't go enough to know like to be able to like take people and try to like order for everybody or whatever. I would be like, no, oh, I'm a fraud. <laughs> now, fuck, that's right. We never got you to come. Like you were always busy whenever we would have our sushi gang meetings. Yep, you, sushi you gang, were. sushi gang, sushi gang. Yeah, shout out to the sushi gang. Dude, sushi gang, gang, was, gang. Man, I, I'm gonna have to again. Like, as soon as shit is like better, and I can get back to Des Moines, and we can actually go out. Like, there's gonna have to be a revival of sushi gang. There you go, dude. Hell yeah. Cause fucking, but uh, there's uh, another place that sushi gang met up at that had. I I I felt like such a fucking idiot because I didn't realize like how little food I would be getting for as much as I paid. Because normally, like, you spend mm-hmm. like 15 bucks, you're just thinking you're getting like a meal. Right. So I I got like two pieces of nigiri, which is just the fish on top of rice. And then I ordered this, like, it was a platter for $15 of sashimi. And I was like, that's probably enough food to at least feed me. But no, it was like four, maybe five of like thinly sliced tuna with sriracha and like a serrano on top of it. Oh, man, you got fucked. I did. I ended up spending like fucking... Like, I ate all that food, and then I was like, I'm still so hungry. I ended up having to go, because that was a, it was a pre-Java Joe's one. So I ended up having to go across the street in order for that, for, like, that burrito place. Oh, nice. That's so not a, not. that's not a horrible decision, though. No, not at all. It was just money-wise. I was like, I just spent yeah. fucking $50 on dinner. Yeah, that fucking sucks. But, um, there's a place, uh, also up the street from Java Joe's. I'm just going to point out all the dope Japanese spots in Des Moines, uh, they had for a while this Japanese whiskey going back to that point, and they would they made a really solid like I don't even know what it was called, but they used so Japanese whiskey is like just slightly different than American whiskey. Like I don't really know how to explain it, but uh-huh. it was and, like I don't drink neat spirits. Like I usually have I almost always have to have a like a mixer. Right. This was like I don't. It was kind of a mixer, but it, there was no like it wasn't really like a proper mixture. It was like kind of like a sweet syrup got introduced to it. And then there was like a lemon twist and like a little bit of like the lemon zest more or less. Uh huh. And it was just that added to this whiskey. Interesting. Yeah. And I would drink that with my, like I would get a yakisoba, which is one of my other favorite meals. And I would just do like, that was like my tradition. Like once a week I would do that before Java Joe's. Cause I was like, I'm going to treat myself. Like I don't want to cook. Like, in a frenzy before Java Joe's, and I love yakisoba, so I'm just going to order that shit every week. That works. Oh. Uh, see, you had at least a classier thing. Well, uh, Most of the time after open mics, because I would have to drive, I, I'd drive from the east side all the way back to, like, West Des Moines. And uh, uh, I would stop off on 22nd Street and hit up the uh, QT right there, and I would get uh, chili cheese dogs from a fucking gas station. Uh, that's been my that was my treat, uh, and you know, oh, yeah, not no, as no. cultured as Matt Lamb. No, post mics were a different story. This was pre mics. <laughs> this was dinner before yeah. the mics. Snacks after the mics. That's a different story. That's I'm hungry as shit, and Taco Bell is on the way, and I'm gonna get some. Yup. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I, I don't even like Taco Bell. I really don't. I'm a, I'm a Taco John's guy. But Taco John's isn't open as late as Taco Bell. And yeah. Taco jo- Bell, I will say, the one thing that I legitimately like do enjoy from Taco Bell, and they barely ever have it, is the goddamn double chalupa. Oh, the double chalupa is pretty dope. It's just a boat. Like, it's boat. Sh- it looks like a fucking boat. It's got ground meat, and then I just get fucking nacho cheese 
and I, you just, there's no proper way to eat it. You just have to fucking like hope it doesn't fall the fuck apart. Yeah, no, they're so good though. Oh, it's so tasty. I yeah, I actually got. I think I got food poisoning from Taco. I haven't ate it since then. Yeah, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, it. and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna eat that for a while." And I love Taco Bell, but like, I woke up the next day and was like, "I'm gonna fucking die." Dude, I remember, I like I hadn't had food poisoning for like I get it like every, once every couple of years, and I never realize it until like it's like I'll wake up and I'll be like, "Hmm, I know what's about to ha-. like." I preemptively called into work one day. Right, yeah, it's, you know, it's not like Santa Claus. He's used to getting that fucking stomach ache from eating those mushrooms every year. Goddamn, dude, Santa, can you imagine Santa Claus, like, getting food poisoning, like, along the way, and he's just in the sky, like, oh, fuck, like, just having to, like... Oh, one of those little dickheads put laxatives in the cookies again. (laughs) Fucking, you wake up to Santa Claus blowing up your bathroom, and you're like, I better get a fucking two PS5, (laughs) like... Yeah, See, and that's why he needs the three days out of February. Exactly. Because, like, there's a couple times where he's just got to drop mean deuces. And he just doesn't want people to be... That would be the most traumatizing shit. You wake up to Santa Claus destroying your toilet. You're out of toilet paper. Go downstairs and give me another roll. Hand me your stocking. Yeah. Give me your stocking. <laughs> give me those socks that your Aunt Betty gave you. <laughs> you know you never wear them. They're fucking hand-knitted. They're uncomfortable as shit. What the fuck was she thinking? <laughs> Some things should not be knit. Unlike my sweater, I have this dope. Knit. It's always cold as fuck, for some reason. Like I, I like for some reason I don't retain body heat at all anymore. Like I just because you don't have any muscle to retain the body heat, and let alone fat. <laughs> like yeah, it's bad. So I'm just constantly cold. But there's one article of clothing that I'll wear that is like, it's just the like I'm like. I have to like roll up the sleeve sometimes. It's that warm. Like it's Damn. nice. It's hell yeah, dude. It's this knit sweater from fucking American Eagle. It's super gaudy. It's like, I like it's got. I don't think I actually know colors. anybody who's ever bought anything from American Eagle what? until I, just now. Dude, I I would say that probably seventy five percent of my apparel is American Eagle. No shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any if like pretty much if you saw me on stage with a flannel like. Probably like a ninety oh, percent chance. Didn't. See, I figured you were like me, and you just got like Walmart flannels or like Walmart t-shirts. All my shits from Walmart, dude. Nah, I just man. buy Walmart shirts. I'm still a gay man at heart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess I forget I do like that. Shopping. That's how much I like, I just hang out with Matt. I just forget he's gay all the time until until some guy pulls him out of the bar. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that was a that was a special time. <laughs> that was a good time. The that, one of the funniest stories I've ever fucking. So funny, and nobody like, else will know about it. There is part of me that's like one half ashamed but like the other part of me is like man that's some that's a fucking tale i'll take like no one else can take that so so funny dude i've told that story so many times (laughs) it's well i think that like the wildest part of that story for me is like i'm not a make out in a bar kind of guy like no like i'm not that guy but and like i think the other thing too is like like i wouldn't tell that story more but like i don't want to hinge on the sam hershock fucking like Yukon stories, but like, right. God damn, is that a fucking Yukon story? It's a dude. It, there's always a fucking story when that fucking liquor gets involved. I'm telling you, every time, like it, that happens, there is something that happens. And I tell Sam that I was like, I'm only drinking this because I want something to happen tonight <laughs> because it's just gonna. It's 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 it, that is the true magic liquor. <laughs> I think that there's yeah. a little bit of Santa in every bottle of Yukon. There is a little bit of Santa in every bottle of Yukon. And that I think that's sure. I think that's about the perfect time to wrap it up. Is there's I think so oh, too, dude. Because I I got some food coming. I got and also there's not really much more to go than there's always a little Santa magic in the bottle of Yukon. So uh, there always is. He pees in all every bottle of Yukon. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of Santa pee. <laughs> Alrighty. Hell yeah, dude. So I will go ahead and. Uh, Make sure you go on over to punandgame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and of course, my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as Returning Classics, Things About Stuff, and No Rational Thought, as well as the archived versions of my previous podcast, The Grove and Monster Jamboree, and of course, as always, dropping every Tuesday, Empty Parlor with myself and Mr. Jeff Lynch, and now, guest Mr. Wade Taylor, and Hi. also be sure to check out my lamb like the animal channel where i drop comedy advice and lifestyle vlogs and if you want some other more archived material which i may pick it back up i may not who knows uh 
Matt Hatori games where I have a playthrough of Dark Souls and a playthrough of Outlast 2, and that's pretty much about all I got. How about yourself, Jeff? Or, I just called you Jeff because I'm so I'm so in fucking. <laughs> you were like, in the zone, dude. Dude, that's how it, it's literally just pre-recorded in my head to like fucking yep. every week. I know it's exactly always the what same. you mean, dude. Yeah, uh, you can check me out, Wade Taylor underscore WGAF on all social medias, which all social medias I mean Instagram. Uh, fuck everything else. Uh, but <laughs> YouTube.com, you want to search Comic Wade Taylor, you can find uh, the video episodes of Who Gives F and Not Worth the Time. Also, you can find a lot of uh, stand-up clips there. Uh, definitely want to go subscribe there here soon because I'm about to drop some really cool shit as far as stand-up wise so be on the lookout for that uh punnygame.com is where you can find literally everything we do here guys if you like this then you'll like the site and if you want to support the site there's the punning game shop where you can find hoodies t-shirts um and all that good stuff right there for every show you like on the site so go check that out the punning game shop hell yes and i think Jeff and I are working on some designs that we're going to send over. Yes, we're waiting for those because yes. once we get those, we will fucking put them right up and we'll get to have finally have some empty parlor yes. merch. I think that we're going to have some uh I think that we're going to hopefully we might just get like our uh, the uh, podcast logo cuz I think that our logo is pretty dope. But also, I think we're in the works to have a my Jesus wears a cape shirts. Hell yeah, dude. So can't wait for that. We'll keep you posted on when that will be available. So thank you all for listening. Goodbye.